I'm going to be chatting with the wonderful Jess Debenham. Um, She's got a couple of singles out at the moment. Um, We're going to be discussing sort of a bit of her journey on making those, how she came to where she is now. So, opening question. Okay. um, At what point did you think, yeah, I'd like to release a single? Okay, well, this is kind of a hard question because I think um, since a young child, I was like, I want to be a singer, I want to release music. But, like, there's a point where you have to work out, oh, is this song for me or do I release it? Mm. So, um, if I was to be like, when did I want to release music, it would have been, like when I was a little girl. Actually, probably in high school more because I actually started sharing songs I was writing at that age. Um, But it's always been a desire of mine. But then um, it took a whole journey and I was speaking to Luke, who was my producer, and I was like, hey, I want to release some songs. I want to record them. And he was like, okay, well, first things first, take your songs to these wise people, get them to um, help you refine it and make it the best it can be and come back and we'll, we'll go for it. Mm. So what, how, how was that process for you? Like, I can imagine taking something that you've poured your heart into and I think a lot of your songs come out of quite personal places. Yes. Then taking that to someone else and being like, how critique of me, please. <laughs> How was that? It was a learning process. I think I was also learning, we had a songwriting group, and so these people were part of that group. So we were writing together, throwing out ideas, and kind of getting comfortable with um, pitching ideas that then never mm. get used. So that there was a basis of friendship already there and a basis of like we kind of create together as well um so when it came to these ones there was already that foundation but yeah this is stuff that was poured out um through me processing stuff and it's like whenever you write something it's like it's your little baby and then you share it with someone else and you're like ah and I think yeah it was learning what I wanted to fight for and learning Mm. what needed to change and what I needed to die to to make the song yeah. better, which is, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Is that, can you, I don't know if you'll be able to, because I know the songwriting process is all a sort of hazy blur, but are you able to give us an example of like something that you, you really fought for and something that actually you really wanted that you were like, actually, I just need to die to that? Ooh. So... In Come To Me, there was a line, um, at, the, at the cross I receive your perfection, um, which is what it is now. I can't remember what it was before then, but it was slightly different that then theologically it just wasn't quite right. Mm. And I remember um, Nathan was like, I think maybe you need to like look at this. And I remember sending a voice memo being like, no, nah, this is why I think it's biblical. Um, but in the end I actually so it was like in, in that example you've got the 
fighting for it, yeah. but then also I died to it, but not. It was like altered yeah. so that we. It was theologically correct, <laughs> and um, also like what am I saying? And yeah, also the what I wanted to say um, through that line. Does that make yeah. sense at all? Yeah. No, that does. Um, yeah. It's really, it's really interesting to hear your creative process sounds so rooted in community and relationship with other people. A hundred percent. Yeah, like how did that, how did that develop? Like, were you, have you always written in community settings like that, or is that something you've had to to learn? So I haven't written in community settings, but I've always been blessed with a community around me. Um, so that would be one thing I would recommend. Like, I, I um, grew up in a church that didn't... I didn't know of any other songwriters. Um, so I was the only one. Um, but I still had people around me. So I went to um, my pastor and his wife to check through my lyrics theologically and get their input. And I also had some friends around me that would like encourage me, that would listen. And um, community has been a huge part of it throughout the whole journey. Um, but I haven't necessarily had a team that I've written with. That's been um, since moving to Brighton and um, mm. being part of the church there. But yeah, I just wanted to encourage you as songwriters. Um, it's quite a vulnerable um, thing to do because you're creating and then you're putting it out there. Um, Community is really important. Get um, people wiser and older than you around you um, who can speak life to you, who can um, push you, um, even if it might be painful at times um, because it, it will help refine and create something even stronger and better mm. than you could on your own. Um, yeah. Yeah. So once you'd, once you had these songs and you were like, we've, we've worked through them. I've, I've taken them to people. I've workshopped them. Yeah. Um, you've then got these things where you're like, I want to record them. How, for you, how did you go about that? Is, yeah. I, um, went back to Luke, who I was going to have as my Mm. producer a good friend of mine, and was like, hey, I'm ready to record the songs. And so he asked me to send across a demo, which is basically me singing the songs with a piano at the right tempo that I wanted it, in the key that I wanted it, with like an arrangement. And I sent that to him with also reference tracks, which would be songs that um, I like the sound of, that I want a similar sound to be in the song that I'm releasing um, sent those to him and he started working his magic and um, the dialogue went back and forth from then on so you, so working with a producer then yeah very much a case of in this relationship anyway here's here's what I'm looking for here's what I'm creating and then but I don't know how to do that yeah. and then them going is this what you want? Yeah. And then back and forth until everyone says yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's learning to communicate because I don't know about you, but I can hear things in my head and I really struggle to like articulate them sometimes. So um, I was really grateful to have Luke. He's such a great guy, great friend. And 
we would just communicate back and forth and he'd be asking me questions to try and be like, okay, what, what are you wanting? What are you trying to communicate? Because in infrastructure, there was a part that I, we were just going back and forth and I was like, ah, I just, it sounds too beachy. And that was all I had. And, and he'd be like, okay, um, so... And then we'd just play around and he'd just be asking questions. So it was a real process of me learning to communicate what I wanted um, to hear. It was harder with infrastructure because I'd created this whole logic track myself during lockdown that I'd then been just listening to the song for my own benefit and um, encouragement. And so I'd lived with that song for a year with like instruments and everything that I'd kind of put through. So when I then gave it, I was expecting to hear what I'd been hearing for the past year. Whereas with the others, uh, there was like more freedom because I had only done it with a piano and my voice. Mm. Yeah, there's a real sense when when you haven't heard a fully realised version of something before that that almost any realised version of it, you go, that's so much better than I thought it would be, isn't it? yeah. (laughs) It was so exciting when he sent them across. I was like, ah, <laughs> sounds like a natural song. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, okay, so and I'm aware that at the moment this is very large, broad brushstrokes that we're going quite a pace. Yeah, we are. Um, so I'm imagining that this, this wasn't a five-minute process. This was... Oh, no. <laughs> How... How long from you starting to write these songs to you having a finished product oh, do you think? Years. <laughs> um, at least uh, six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a single coming out in the end of October. And that one was definitely written around like six or so years ago. And then... Uh, Come To Me was written over time, so that one took a long while to write, mm. probably about two or three or four years to, like, finish. And then on the other extreme, infrastructure was written in, like, a day. Oh, cool. Or two days. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Like, yeah. Difference. But from writing to releasing, it was six years for those, those three songs. Yeah, wow. Um, since you've released stuff on Spotify, yeah, um, you've been quite social media savvy, I'd say. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think um, I don't know if some of you may have already seen some of Jess's stuff. For some of you. You'll be new to her. Jess is one of the the people who I see post post things on TikTok, and I think, ah, oh, you get this platform, you you understand how it works. Um, this is so how, encouraging because yeah. generally I just I just avoid it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I focus on Instagram, and I'm like, oh yeah, I made a reel. I'll just bung that on TikTok as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really encouraged by that. How do you when you're making? So I guess when you're making reels and short videos and things like that, yeah. how do you... I mean, you've done, you've done things that are around um, this is 
how I use things in my personal times with God. Yep. This is how these songs are inspired. You've done stuff which is here's me dressing up as Simon and Anna Braden. <laughs> yeah. To, to show that was what so their, much fun. <laughs> their roles are. How do you? Um, so this is a bit of a, a trope of a question, but how do you come up with these ideas? Like, <laughs> that's it. okay. So I don't know. They, I, I really don't know. <laughs> So with the God Time Reels, it's just me and I wanted... It was with the release of Come To Me mm. and the whole heart behind that song is um, like Jesus' invitation for us to come and laying down our own efforts to try and be good enough. And so I wanted to create some reels to go alongside that. But it just kind of... Um, I was thinking and dreaming. I think I was probably praying and having some God time and I was like oh some reels of just different ways that you can spend time with God because sometimes we can get caught up in it being like a to do and it's important to like keep at it yes but like how can we find life because it's a relationship that we're that we're having and I found even in like my own journey that sometimes I get caught up in like ticking it off as a to-do list rather than being like oh I get to just spend time and get to know um God a bit more and so it was it was from that place being like these are so many different ways that you can enjoy spending time with God it doesn't need to be this like um rigid same thing um so that was a heart behind those reels the reels are dressing up for come to me I don't know where that came from I, I think I was talking to my friends in my house and we were just like bouncing off each other and that was the funnest thing I I loved that um the other thing you've done with social media is I think the sort of received wisdom when you've got a group of songs is to market them as one, one thing and keep everything very similar between them. But you, between Come To Me and Infrastructure, you actually had a, a very focused and conscious thing of changing the vibe of your Instagram and, oh, yeah. and how you were doing it. What, what was the... What was the motive behind that? What was the, the thinking behind sort of bucking that, that trend? Or, or were you not even sort of thinking of it in those terms? Um, the heart behind it was just like the heart of the song was different. So Come To Me is talking about Jesus uh, and his gentleness and his lowliness. Um, and so visually, I just had... I'm a very visual person and I was picturing like the music video and that kind of thing as I'd listen to the song um, and it was just a softer, had a softer feel to it. Whereas infrastructure is quite gritty, it's talking about God doing some deep work in our heart and, and that's, that's gritty, that's like a, a long process and, and it's good and, uh, but it can be painful sometimes mm. and so I think it's just like the warrior-esque and like grittiness of being like mm. yeah God's doing a deep and good work in in us um and so the vibe shift definitely came from my imagination being around like the song and what I made what it made me see yeah if that makes sense um yeah, yeah I think it's really interesting to get that sense from you that there's the song doesn't exist in a vacuum you're releasing music, but you're thinking around it of how do I represent the heart of this song 
visually through my social media? How do I, how do I create a music video that, that ties into that as well? Um, you've, you've used dance quite strongly in, in your music videos. Um, is that something that, that comes from your own background? Is that something you've worked with other people on? Um, so I studied performing arts, so I'm also an actor, singer, and um, dancer. Triple so, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that would definitely have inspired it. I think dance is another way to communicate and, and to move people. And so if there's another way that I can communicate um, Jesus and the gospel to people, then why, why wouldn't I? I think it's really exciting. Storytelling is so powerful. And I want to tell s- stories as well. And yeah, so the medium of dance to tell, tell a story. Mm. Like, I was so excited to do the music video for Come To Me. Like, so excited. Um, yeah. Because of, because of that element of it or yeah just like get to tell a story through through dance and acting and and yeah it just feels part of what I'm called to do Mm. as well as releasing songs and it just got me excited yeah I do yeah it is exciting and it's so exciting to see it all start to come together as well yeah it's like you dream these things and I'm there and I'm daydreaming um of like this story that's going along and then it it it's reality, and you're watching it. Yeah, it's insane. It's so cool. How much does how much does the final product match what you were imagining? That's such a good question. I think it's it's definitely better than I than I imagined. More creative mm. than I imagined, and that is hats off to Luke in the studio, just like upping it and taking it to far beyond what I could imagine before. Mm. Yeah. And then again, that's community, isn't it? Because that's his gifting. Like, he's yeah. so good at producing and hearing things. Um, whereas, I, that's not my gifting. Um, like, that kind of element of the yeah. songwriting process. And so, to come together is it's exciting. Yeah, that's, that's really good because so often, I think, we think of... We worry what if it won't live up to the expectation I have of it in my head but, but clearly for you and, and quite often the case like what, what you're actually finding is, is it exceeds the expectation you had for it and, and goes beyond that yeah, yeah definitely yeah. yeah cool I've lost my train of thought on questions choo choo have you got any songwriters in the house? Yeah, that's so cool. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, um, oh, of course, I had my two, my two important questions yes. to ask. Number one, who is inspiring you at the moment to, to create, to be you? To be me. <laughs> Um, so creatively I'm sure you you may have heard this before but input is output so what you're listening to you'll you'll realise that you're starting to like write stuff that kind of sounds like it Um, I'm really enjoying the new Harry Styles uh, album anyone else? 
is so good. My favorite song, Late Night Talking. Yeah. Um, just putting it out there. I'm really enjoying that. Um, also really enjoying Lion, the album Elevation Worship. And um, yeah, so they're what I'm listening to at the moment. And so therefore, they'll probably be like sounds yeah. and ways that I will output. Yeah. Does that make sense? And what, um, what is your favorite thing that you've created? <laughs> released or unreleased? <laughs> Ooh. Um, this is, this a is really always good the hard one. <laughs> like, just in general, in life, I'm not very good at picking favorites, unless I really have one. Um, let me think. Okay, if I'm not thinking too much, infrastructure, because it's just so different to what I usually have been writing. Um, and so that, that's really fun and also really exciting to be like, ooh, what else is going to come? So I'll go for that one. Brilliant. So we'd like to open up to any questions you may have. Feel free to, if we haven't covered something that you think um, we should have and would be really interesting, um, then do feel free to ask. Um, yeah, anything about writing, releasing music, um, marketing yourself on social media. Oh yeah, that's a whole ballpark. <laughs> we, we have the guru. Hi. I thought I'd just ask how you actually write like your lyrics and your songs. Like, how do you start it? Do you um, find that you write melody or lyrics first? I'm just interested. Uh, melody. Yeah, same. Um, great question. So just to repeat, um, that was um, how do you go about writing and starting your songwriting process and lyrics? My lyrics. Um, it is different every time um, sometimes with the melody there might be a line that comes out um, I really enjoy when you listen to like preaches or you see something written in a book and you really enjoy the phrase I quite like keeping really nice phrases and I'm like that's just really nice and that's a really fresh way of saying things so that then becomes like it's just on my notes um, and I can go to that if I'm like, ooh, what a new way of saying something. Um, I often will go to people if I'm really stuck with lyrics as well, because some people, the lyrics comes easier than the, the melody, and so that's a really nice combination. Um, they definitely just take more time for me, and sometimes they flow out because melodically, that's just what I start singing. And sometimes it takes a lot of time and um, a lot of work. But you are great at writing lyrics. Don't, like, write yourself off. That's what I'd say. Don't be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not very good. Just because it takes you longer doesn't mean that you're not good at it. And I think lyrics are important. And so the fact that you care about them is, is good. So... I don't know if I've really like answered, but I would just say keep persevering. Um, 
and seek out community as well. And then input, just like look around. Yeah, that's what I recommend. I'm coming. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what is your genre of music? Great question. Um, I, I feel called to write for the church. So it's a um, mixture of congregational worship music and then just like poppy music that you could enjoy in your own time. Uh, yeah, so that would be me. Pans here, do I go for both of them? <laughs> so what is your process of writing music? Because when I've tried to write music, what I've done a lot of the time is like I have a bunch of unfinished ideas because like I start writing and then I stop and then I find I'm not in the mood because I heard someone say one time, if you're gonna write a song, if you get an idea, you better write the song as fast as you can or you're still in the same mood or like it's not gonna sound as good or it won't be as like or it won't like feel the same way. So like, what is your process of keeping an idea for a song if you've like had it in your head but don't really have time to write it in that moment or don't like feel like you have the time to write it then? So what is the what is the process for writing a song and making sure you keep the ideas alive and relevant? Um great question. I would say um that songs have different journeys. So I think take off the pressure of yourself from having to do it all in, in one moment. Sometimes songs take years, but they'll still be good. And sometimes songs just pour out and they're there really quickly. It's different each time. I think, yeah, voice memos are really handy. But as in the process of like starting and finishing a song, don't worry if, you, if it takes a long time. And um, it's really cool that you have loads of song ideas. I, I would think, keep, keep, going at, keep going at them. If you listen back and you're like, yeah, this is really cool, then just, just keep chipping away, just keep working at it. And if you can find people that also enjoy writing, then um, maybe be like, hey, I've got this, this start of a song. Would you be up for helping me finish it or throwing some ideas in? Um, that would be really cool. But yeah, Songs can take a really long time, so don't worry if you can't get the idea down right there and then. You can just get a voice memo if you want to, and then you can come back to it when you've got time. Um, yeah. Is that helpful? Keep going. Um, aside from listening to songs that you like, where do you get your inspiration to write your songs from? Um... From my own like journey, most of the time, um, uh, uh, the first two songs that I've released have literally come from me processing stuff. I'm just like sit at the piano and I'm like la, 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 like that. Um, and there are some voice memos that sound very very funny. Uh, so yeah, for me, just life and songwriting is a way for me to process stuff that's going on. And um, so. Yeah. How about how about you? Um, do you do you write? I used to go on a call with my friend sometimes and write with her, but then we went to different secondaries, so it kind of became a bit hard. But I'm still working on it because I want to do what you do when I get older. Yeah, that's great. Keep working on it. Um, yeah. 
Any more questions? Oh. Do, do, do. Twice. <laughs> um, as a lot of the people here will be like delegates, you've said you've been working with a producer, doing all this stuff which presumably takes money. Yes. What would you recommend to people who are like limited on money or access to producer or like things like that? How can they keep that journey growing, keep growing in that? Great question. Um, well, I mean, first off, if you can work like, and you can produce your own stuff, I know that um, Ed here, he produces all of his stuff in his room. That's what he said yesterday in his talk. Um, and so if you're that minded, that way inclined, then you can do that. Um, before I met anyone that could help me produce a wise and before I'd saved up those years saving up my money to go into the studio I, I actually um, just recorded a little CD which is me um, at the piano and me singing in a, in a studio um, with someone that I just like found and then I remember like making the little like leaflets of lyrics in and sending it around and giving it to my friends. And that's, that's how I, like, I still kind of just went for it, used the resources that I had. It did take time, and sometimes it can be disheartening when things take time, but keep persevering. Um, there's probably a way that you can um, outlet and share your music. I think with social media as well, with TikTok, things are a lot more easier for you to share. Like, you can probably, you can definitely film yourself singing one of your songs on social media and share it that way and that's like that's doing really well at the moment um, and would be a great way for you to share your songs without it costing lots of money um, yeah. are there any more questions yeah I only just joined, so this might have already been answered, but how did you get into producing music? So, um, I got into writing music. I started writing music when I was younger. I actually um, went through a friend of mine who produced to then produce the songs. Do you produce music? Are you interested in producing music? Yeah. I took a digital music production course in college, which has free access to a proper professional studio, so... That's so, really cool. Yeah, I'm quite lucky in that a aspect. Yeah, that's great. So my expertise are not necessarily with actually being the producer side of things. Um, mine would be the other side of working with a producer. But do you know anything about producing and that kind of element? No. <laughs> I'm, Ed, I'm Ed so Axel? much a classical musician. It's <laughs> where's Ed? We do have someone Ed. on team. Yes, go on. Or am I just standing here? What's going on? Whatever you want. Ed produces I produce. his own music. Yeah. So Ed would be a great person to chat to yeah. about that. Um, and I guess, follow, sort of broadening it out slightly, um, is this something that you've always wanted to do yes how how early did you know oh so uh, I knew I wanted to be a singer from like um, primary school age 
that was back in the day when I thought that you could make loads of money being a singer, like really easy. And I was like, yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to write music, release it, make loads of money, and then go start a school um, and make, have a, my own choir and tour around the world. Um, <laughs> that was my primary school dream. Uh, and then Realistic. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in high school, I started to like realize, but I was really best to have music teach a music teacher that was really good at like encouraging me and being like, yeah, this is great. Go for it. Um, yeah. And then it started solidifying and being like, no, I'd, no, I definitely want to do this. I want to be a singer. Yeah. And yeah. I think there was another question around. <laughs> Sorry, this will be really quick. Um, how did you decide what songs to release if you had, like, a bunch of written songs? Because oh. I have quite a few, but I'm like, do I... I'm just... I'm not sure whether I should release them or whether they're just kind of private kind of worship songs or whether... I just wanted to know how you de decided to That's release a, those two. A really good question. Yeah. Um, I prayed about it, and um, these were the songs that stuck out I went to people and I was like in that process of getting them like refined and stuff that was in like working out okay is this something to release or is this for personal um, it's a really good question I don't know if I like I have a this is how you know but um I would say pray about it and see what sticks out. And then, once you've got some that stick out, share, share it with some, some friends and see what, get some opinions with some wise, trusted people. Yeah. Go for it. I look forward to hearing what you've got. I'd love to dig down slightly deeper into that. Oh, yeah. How do you... When you've written a song, do you have a sense of this is this is something for the church and something congregational or this is something that is personal and private and, and I don't think I want to go any further? That's such a good question. And do they ever move from one camp to the other? Infrastructure was written in a time where I was actually taking a break from pursuing music because it had become an idol. Um, it was the only thing getting me through lockdown. And I was like, there was a preach. And I was like, nah, I'm loving it too much. I'm going to need to stop. And that was hard because there wasn't much going on in lockdown for me. And so the, I was like, okay, now what do I do? So infrastructure was actually written not with the intent of it ever getting shared. Um, but then I was like, hmm, this is, this, is, uh, this is pretty cool. I want to share this. Um, so that's one part of it. With ah, can you ask me the question again? And I'm just going to think while yeah. you're asking again. <laughs> Are there when you're writing a song? Yeah. Do you have a sense of this is a congregational church song that is for other people, or this is a personal, like me song? that I, I don't want to go further or, or shouldn't go further or however that process works? I think I'm growing in that because I think 
I'm trying to learn the balance between enjoying singing new songs to God for my own, just, just for me and God, um, and not for anyone else. And be, because I feel called to write songs for the church, sometimes that can blur. And so I think I'm still learning to let things go and just be there for the, for the moment, just for me and God, for no one else. Like, it doesn't need to be a complete song. It doesn't need to be a song that anyone ever hears. Um, but I wouldn't say that I'm, ne- I'm, st- I'm still l- learning that. So some songs, it's quite obvious because they're just me singing random stuff. But, um, yeah, some, I think the line gets blurred and I'm like, wait, I need to still come back to my first love just adoring Jesus, just singing songs to him because I love him and, and he is worthy of my worship, not because, oh, I'm cool to do this. I will also release this and use it to further that. Is that ever a different process for you? Um, for a congregational and a... Yeah, if you're just... If you're not thinking, if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to, this is a song that I'm just singing to God. Yeah. Is that, does that feel different to, oh, this has potential that I might take it somewhere? Um, usually, usually those, those times come from just worshipping um, mm. with my guitar, just singing some songs that I know and then singing out new ones um and it's really it's really freeing and really nice um and sometimes and then there are intentional times where i'm like nah i'm gonna write i'm burning with something that i want to write that will potentially be a full song yeah are there any other questions in the room oh some down here Running, 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 running. I didn't come to New Day to do exercise. <laughs> um, how do you, like, keep your original sound when you're, like, if you're using another artist's inspiration, how do you, like, keep your originality while still, like, magpieing the ideas without it sounding too much like just a copy of something they could have made? Great question. Um, so with finding sounds that you like, it, it could just be that you're like, ooh, I really like the way that they've used the synth in this song. Oh, and this, this random song, I really like, like what, the, what the drums are doing. So you don't need to like, make a complete copy of one song. It can be something that you hear that you like the sound of, and it can be amalgamation of loads of different things. Um, yeah, so I think that's helpful because it's not like just one thing. Um, but... Also, some I don't I don't know what else. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think I think there's there's firstly there's nothing wrong with necessarily just writing music that does sound like other people, um, particularly to begin with. Um, there's some incredible people I follow on TikTok who essentially just write what if this artist had written this song and then rearrange it in their style and it's incredible. Um, But equally, I think there's your... If you're listening to lots of things and you're taking the stuff you like, you will naturally start to be like, this is my spin on that. 
and this is what I'm, what I'm doing. And if something starts to sound identical, <laughs> then and it does happen. Like I've, I had a friend who wrote a choral piece for a choir, and um, and he played it to us, and we all went. That's the melody from the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and, and he was like, oh. Oh yeah, I should I should redo that then. <laughs> but it, so it, it does happen. But you can you can either like notice it and rewrite it, or like it's perfectly fine to sort of say I'll come back to that, leave it for a month or two, come back. You'll be in a different headspace, and actually, it can then it can then inspire something more as well. I have that. <laughs> Yeah, and also coming back to input is output. So if you're listening to like the same kind of sound, there's nothing wrong with that. But then you probably will be creating something that similar sound. So if you want to like explore, explore genres, explore and and listen to that kind of thing and see and see what what comes out. Um, yeah. I think there was another hand. Yes. Oh. Is. The mic on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So you mentioned about how, as a kid, you, your dream was that you would make a lot of money from music. Mm. So, like, has that kind of, like, come true? Like, have you made some money from the music? Or is it just, like, you're making it and it's just something fun to throw out there? Um, at the moment, I have not made... Um, money out of making my music. Um, Spotify is great, uh, a great platform to listen to loads of different types of music, but it, it, it pays very small. Um, but that's just the way that music is listened to and enjoyed right now. Um, I haven't, yeah, I haven't earned any, but I love doing it. And so I have a job along the side that um, isn't necessarily like what I want to do, but it helps me and it helps me to live and have a roof over my head and pay all the bills and that kind of thing. But also then it helps me to save up to then put towards um, music and doing that. Expanding on that, if, if it's not for money, why do you do it? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I love it and I feel cool to do it. Like, yeah. I feel like it's part of who God's made me to to be is to create this stuff and, and I want to share it mm. um, we, yeah. d- we were chatting earlier and I don't know if you guys know this if you're an artist on Spotify you can see the playlists that people have added your song to um, so be careful what you name your playlists um, but we were chatting about that and you were saying that's, that's something that really sort of it really moved me it's like, wow. It, and it's so humbling because you're like, this, this, little, this thing that I created, God is, is using and someone's listening to and it's pointing them to Jesus and, and, it's, and it's helping them f- go through whatever he's doing or, or their struggles that they might be facing. Um, and and it, it, it's so humbling and it's so, it's so amazing. And it's, sometimes you can get caught up in, in numbers and, and stats. And then you have a moment where you hear how God has used it to really bless someone and help them. And, and you're like, wow, if, it was, if it's just for that person, that's incredible. 
it's, it's amazing. Genuinely. That's so good. Um, were there any other questions? Just to make sure we've... No, that's cool. In which case, I would like to ask... Um, oh, unless, Ed, that was you saying you had a question. Sorry. I misread your hand. Um, where can people find you if they want to find out more and hear more of your stuff? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Jess Debenham. So type that into Spotify and I'll come up. Um, and then on the socials, I'm Jess underscore Debenham on Instagram. Jess Debenham on the rest. You'll find me. Um, yeah, that's yeah. how to find me. That's my name. Find, find her videos of dressing up as Simon Brading. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just, just as we end, would you, would you pray for us? A hundred percent. God, I thank you so much that you are a creative God. Thank you that you um, love each and every one of the people here. I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would inspire them. Would you come and speak to them and encourage them? Would you come and show them where they have um, giftings? Would you come and breathe that into life? Would you set on fire, ablaze, sparks that they have? Would you come and um, breathe on them and anoint them and use them mightily for your name? Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for spending time with us. My pleasure. Thanks for coming, guys. Jess will be um, doing a set tonight. Um, yeah, we're just going to worship this evening. So you can come along and, yeah, be worshipping. <laughs>